0: Mindset coach in the world. Remember what you believe in your heart, you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Now, yesterday we talked about you are the one, you are the neo, you are the matrix, you are the neocortex. you Everything is your body, guys. Everything is your body. And when you start to understand and master that and understand that you are the universe, that your cells, right, atom. Atom and Eve, if you take Atom and you add up the numbers in uh, numerology, it equals nine. You cast your nets to the right. They caught 153 fish. One plus five plus three is nine. Okay, I can go through all these different numbers. You got the double six, six, six. Six plus six and six is 18. One plus eight is nine. The number of nine is consciousness, right? They're telling you a story of humanity. And there's another thing out here. And, you know, some of this stuff, you know, I'm going to... I was, I was thinking about this in my podcast. So what I do every single morning is I, uh, somebody, it was really cool. I had a really neat experience <clears throat> on Saturday. Uh, today is Sunday. I'm recording. This was yesterday. Okay. So um, I bought a bike on Thursday. So we've been riding around a lot. I don't know what that had anything to do with it, but we've been spending a lot of time outside. I've been trying to do as much as I can. Uh, we're going to get my daughter a bike. My son has a bike and we're just cruising around. So we're going to get her a bike so we can just cruise. We went and had lunch and uh, we came back. We're sitting at the park and my son was playing And a lady walked up to me and um, she said to me, She said, uh, Do you, what did she say? Oh, she said to me, She said, Can I ask you a question? And I said, Sure. And she said, uh, I was two ladies, uh, young ladies, really young ladies. It looked like they're early 20s. And she says, If you die, where do you think your soul is going to go to? I was like, Oh, here we go. And I said, My soul is 100% going to heaven. I said, It's currently in heaven. And she's like, Oh, and she goes, how do you know that? I said, because I know Christ. She was like, you know Christ? And I said, absolutely. And it was on, I said, it's on my hat right here. She goes, you believe in Jesus Christ? I said, I do believe in Jesus Christ. And she said, well, um, she, oh, the, sorry. The first question she asked me is what church do you go to? Which, and I said, I don't go to church. So let me back up. Let me start the story again. She said, what church do you go to? I said, I don't go to church. She said, when you die, where do you believe your soul will go to? Do you believe your soul will go? And I said, my soul will go to heaven. And I said, my soul is in heaven now. And she's like, oh, wow. She's like, how do you know that? I said, because I know Christ. I didn't say Jesus Christ. And she said, she says, so you know, Jesus Christ. I said, yeah, it's right here on my hat. And she's like, oh, wow, cool. And she goes, well, how do you know Christ? This is her response. How do you know Jesus Christ if you don't go to a church? And I said, I'm in church right now. I said, we're two or more are gathered. We're in church. And I said, what you're doing is considered church. You're walking around a park and you're going up to parents who are unsuspecting and you're walking up and asking them a question of where their soul. And I said, the question is, how do you, how do you, how do you feel that, how do you know the answers of where my soul will go? She says, well, my church tells me so. And I said, okay, interesting. I said, no one can be followers of Christ unless they are disciples. And she said, that is true. And I said, do you know what it means to be a disciple? And she says, well, to read the word, I said, I said very simply, ma'am, I said, to be a disciple is to be disciplined. So you asked me how I know Jesus Christ if I don't go to a church. I said, where two or more gathered, is church. I said, I don't go to a church. I said, I'm in church every single day. We're in church right now. I said, Jesus Christ isn't even his name. His name is Yeshua. And she was like, no, his name is Jesus Christ. I said, his name is not Jesus Christ. His name is Yeshua. If he was walking around this park right now, we wouldn't even know that that was Jesus. We'd be like, Jesus. And he wouldn't even know who we're talking to. I said, so the question I have for you, I said, when you die, where is your soul going to go to? She said, well, heaven, because I know Jesus Christ. I said, okay, then we're on the same page. And she goes, but you need to go to a church. And I said, why do I need to go to a church? I said, I'm extremely disciplined, which makes me a disciple of Christ. And that's the whole point of this message today that's the context of what's wrong with our world. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the, what those ladies are doing. And I told them, Hey, great work. Good job. Like that takes guts, man, to walk around a park where unsuspecting parents are just sitting there and you're walking up there and dropping this bomb on them. Like number one, what church do you go to? Number two, where do you think your soul's going to go? That's, that's their marketing plan. <laughs> like that, that's their marketing plan. I'm like, wow, that's pretty intense, man. Like that's pretty intense. Right. It's like, you know, that pastor of the church is telling them and, it, and whatever teaches each of their own. But, um, I don't know. It's just an interesting dynamic. And so, like, my point behind it was, it just came out. I was like, well, the reason why I know that I will, my soul will go to heaven, that it's in heaven and earth right now, is because heaven is within. And to be a disciple is to be disciplined. And it's that simple. It's that simple. It goes to the context of yesterday, what I was talking about, guys. There's no hoops you have to jump through. There's no esoteric. You don't have to do vain repetition. You don't have to be a Buddhist. You don't have to be a, a, a Jehovah witness. You don't have to be church of Latter-day Saints. You don't have to be Catholic. You don't have to be anything other than disciplined. You can be disciplined being a Buddhist. You can be disciplined being church of Latter-day Saints. You can be disciplined being a Catholic. you be disciplined doing plant medicines like I do. You can do all these different things. The key is discipline. That's what a disciple is. Whatever is showing up, it's super simple. Whatever's showing up in your physical reality is what you're disciplined at. It's not that, it's, it's, you're the one, you're the one, it's your disciplines, your actions, your behaviors. So if your life is always shitty and you're meeting, you know, you get out of a relationship and you get in a relationship and the same thing keeps happening, that means you're a disciple of that. You're disciplined at being negative. You're disciplined at attracting those energies. If you start a diet and stop a diet, you start a diet and stop a diet and you you keep gaining weight, you're a discipline or disciple of eating unhealthy. It's, it's, it's not, you're a bad person. You're just a disciple of something. And if you think that you have to go to a building on Wednesday and Sunday to become a disciple, that's not going to create discipline. That is an activity that you're doing to create a frequency and vibration for a moment in time to get information. And it's just information. It's not knowledge. It's not wisdom until that knowledge is applied. And actually, you know, and and I would say that those young ladies that were walking around are being pretty disciplined. I mean, that's that's a tough thing to do, man. You know, we have uh, Jackie, who's in our community. She, uh, she's LDS, and she's oh, um, she grew up LDS, and she went on a mission. I'm like, that's pretty powerful, man. That that you go door to door, knocking on door to door, and telling people <coughs> um, your truth, right? Do I see anything wrong with that? Not really. Um, what I do see wrong with that is if the person is not embodying that. And that's what i found with most people that I've met. And I'm not talking about Jackie. What I'm saying is most people that I've met, most Christian men specifically that I've met, they know the Bible. They can repeat doctrine. They post it on my Twitter every single time I put stuff out there. But when I peel back on their life or I look at their social or if I know who they are, I'm like, dude, you're sloppy. Like you're sloppy, you're an undisciplined person in your finances, you're an undisciplined person in your food, you're an undisciplined person in your relationship, but you can memorize Bible verses and you're the guy who, you know, is part of the men's choir and you're the guy that's part of the Bible study, right? So that makes you a Christian and people look up to you and people like, uh, or use you as a role model or a guide, but you're an undisciplined individual. So you're not a disciple, you're not a two disciple. And that's what Jesus did. Jesus went from village to village and finding undisciplined people and making them disciplined. Not by teaching them vain repetition, by teaching them how to give up the worldly things, how to give up all the addictions, how to give up the negative thoughts. He trained them to get rid of the negative thoughts, to get out of the carnal mind and up into the right hemisphere of the brain. And they started to master their mind. And once they started to master their mind, he started to empower them, to get them to believe in themselves, to not look at him as their master, to not look at them as their savior. He was like, I'm not your savior. I'm not your master. <clears throat> he said, I am you, you are me, you are just like me. He said, I can't pray for you. And the reason why I said he can't pray for you is because they weren't disciplined. If they weren't disciplined people, prayers don't matter. If you're undisciplined and you're going to church on Wednesday and Sunday. So those young ladies who were talking to me, <clears throat> they're undisciplined individuals and they're eating and they're, you know, and they're in their thought process and the things that they're doing outside of walking around, then it doesn't matter. Your your words are are irrelevant to me. Right. And so, and another thing too is, as we went deeper into the conversation, <clears throat> I was like, a disciple is to be disciplined. I said, You need to be more disciplined in the things that you're learning because you didn't even know that his name is not Jesus. I said, his name is Jesus. I said, His name is not Jesus. His name is Yeshua. Jay didn't even exist in the Bible when the Bible is written. And I said, Christians didn't even write the Bible. Gnostics wrote the Bible. I said, So you should be more disciplined in your teachings or your education and going deeper because if you're going to go around and spread the word of Christ, then you need to embody and understand who Christ is. And I said, where two or more are gathered, I said, this is church. And she said, well, you should be going to a church. And I said, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> I'm sitting in a park right now with God and Christ. And then she said, "What well, says Jesus on here. I said, because we can relate. We can, we, you understand who Jesus is. I said, if I said to you, Yeshua, you may not know who that is. I said, so we had a conversation about something that's relatable when two people are gathered. Now we're in church. And it was just, it was this kind of a loop feedback conversation, but I also said to them, I said, good job for you. You know, good job for you believing in something enough where you feel it's necessary to go up to unsuspecting people and ask them a question about their soul. I just thought that was interesting. Where do she asked me, where do I believe my soul is going to go when I die? I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty bold, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm like heaven. I mean, I'm in heaven. Like this is it heaven on earth, right? It's like, hell is me like evil. Right, Put the word D in front of it as devil. It's just a lower energy. That's why the devil is represented in red. God, good, the word good, you drop an O, it's God. Okay, Good, drop an O, it's God. Add a D to evil, it's a devil. The devil is red. God and Jesus are represented as white. White is a pure, almost a virgin type energy. Red is dark and angry, right? The number nine keeps coming up. The nine, you go up the nine and curve back to the right hemisphere of the brain. The six, you go down the spine. It curves back. The little circle curves back to the left hemisphere of the brain. It's you. It's your thoughts. It's your actions. Your behaviors. And if you're an undisciplined person, you're not a disciple. It's that simple. You could be a disciple. You're a disciple of anything. If you're if you're um, if you have obesity, you're a disciple of food. There's, it's not a bad thing. It's just what it is. Okay. If you're relationships are constantly struggling because you're texting women, lustry, watching porn. You're a disciple of pornography and lust and it's showing up in your life. It's not bad or good. It just is. It's what you're a disciple of. So if you want those things to change, you have to be the disciple of the opposite. You have to be a good person. If you want to be fit, you need to be a disciple of fitness, of health, right? Everybody's making this so complex. It's not that complex. It's, we don't always need a, a counselor or, or a pill or, a, or, 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 or another uh, motivational seminar or another course that you have to take. You need to be disciplined. That's it. That's the answer. Be disciplined. That is the answer. So I'll get off my soapbox. I hope that information reaches you well. And what I, why I brought that up a little bit is I have a whole notes in front of me. And every single morning, why did I bring that up? Every single morning, what I do is I was trying to explain to that lady. I wake up at 2.50. I kind of changed my routine because I hired a personal trainer. So I don't meet him until 4.30. So I used to be at the gym by what, 3.30? So that is a full hour. So what was happening was my spiritual... Uh, education was kind of spread out throughout the day, like my macroeconomic, right? So I study macroeconomic, spirituality, macro, microeconomics, and spirituality are my two things that I do for business and my hobby. And so what I did now is it's awesome. So I wake up at two get, I take a cold shower, wakes me up. And then I immediately go into what I call church. And so I do my studies. I read the Bible. I take the context. I'm always tying it back to signs, symbols, wonders, all this type of stuff. And I read tons of notes. So I I'm going to start taking some of this information and putting it on the podcast um, just to kind of, just for my own teach back for myself. Um, but it always comes back to conscious, always comes back to you, always comes back to being a disciple, which is discipline. It always comes back to understand that you are Neo, you are the matrix, you are the one. It's everything Jesus was teaching us. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. As we always say, warriors, rah, let's get your shit together. Let's go.